Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that the only food that doesn't go off is honey? EFTM. Tech, cars, lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. EFTM. True story, that one, my oh, friend, Trevor Long. True, 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 true. Oh. Always true. I'm delivering the truth. Have but you I- tested it? No. <laughs> you could eat potentially honey that's over a thousand years old. A honey that's a thousand years old. You could. Doesn't go off So ever. you reckon archaeologists uh, yeah, are yeah. stumbling across beehives and honeycomb in fossilised form Yeah, and going, oh, sweet. You know how they occasionally dig up old bottles of wine and things like that? You wouldn't drink that rubbish, but you could get away with doing the honey. Put it on the toast in the morning. Be great. What a vintage. Imagine if this was the first show, first podcast you ever downloaded. Yeah. Imagine you've just heard about this podcast thing and you've mm. gone, you know what, I'll download that. I'm going to use Pocket Cast or Apple or something. And sure. What's EFTM? Oh, okay, I'll get that. And then... This is what you get. Look, I think like most of our listeners, you'd be disappointed anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, based on some of the feedback we get. EFTM, delivering disappointment. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Trevor Long and Chris Bowen with you here. And Bowen, um, mm. it's that time of year where all the companies with all the data uh, like to make some sort of listicle. Out of everything, you know? A listicle. Is, listicle. I have not heard of that. See, this is one of those wanky tech terms. A no, listicle. Well, it could be a tech term. BuzzFeed is renowned for its listicles. Okay. You know, top 10 places to go. Mm. Top 15, you know, pairs of underwear. I don't know. Mm. Stupid articles that are lists. Listicles List are typical article. of the types of you. That's List what they are. article. Okay. I understand the connection, Trev. I've got it immediately. And I think, you know what? It's a smart term. Has BuzzFeed dropped off on that? I don't know. I don't read it. No, but that's what I mean. I haven't seen them appear in my feed much. Can you just explain to me quickly before the listeners get too yeah. bored? What is BuzzFeed? It's just a rubbish website that publishes listicles so and, and has proper journos, like mm. proper journos, okay. doing actual journalism so that they can front the website as being oh, a news website. I was about to say we share stuff in common, but not if they've got proper journalists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where the majority of their traffic comes from the rubbish content. Gotcha. But... They they can get into mm. pol- parliament because they actually have. I like that, reports. yeah, because crap rates, and that's what they're doing. Well, it's no different to what we do, really. Pretty much, yeah. We just don't, we're not heavy hitters like they are. Apparently. Anyway, speaking of listicles, buzz list, um, buzz feed, buzz feed <laughs> listicles. Um, whatever. Google is the one I stand out, wait out for every year. So there's a yeah. bunch. Apple do a thing which is the most downloaded apps sure. and podcasts and all those things. Mm. Um, uh, Spotify did a thing about music, um, which I found interesting actually looking at, you know, what we listen to. But mm. the Google one is interesting to me because it's, it's, it's a snapshot of the year. Mm. A year is a bloody long time. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like so much happens in a year. So can happen. like we could read through it all, but let's just, let's just look at the top end for starters. Overall, the things we Googled the most in 2018 were the World Cup, mm. Commonwealth Games and Meghan Markle. That's your top three. So globally, this includes every country, I'm assuming, except China? No, so this is Australians Googling. Oh, okay, right. This is just Australians Googling throughout the year. Sure. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a large lot of traffic for the World Cup. and Because I think the thing is, mm. we rely these days on Google for not just search, but for, for information. Yeah, sure. Like the other day, the cricket was on, and I'm like, what day of the cricket is it? I just, I just Googled India and Australia. Mm. And it came up, because it comes up with that little score box. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's day four. Like, I didn't yeah, seek sense. out Cricket Australia's website or anything. Yeah. So I reckon during the World Cup and during the Commonwealth Games, people just type World Cup yeah. because they know they're going to get that little info box which tells them what the scores were mm. and all that kind of rubbish. Siri does well now with the cricket scores locally. Oh, she do cricket. Yeah, she she did does too, yes. Recently, which is you know good. why I reckon that happened? Mm. Last year they launched in India. Yeah. And India's massive for cricket, so mm. they, they started learning cricket. Mm. But they Siri, I don't think, does rugby league and AFL. No, nah, they struck on that rubbish. area. You know, my top search for 2018 would probably be, oh, yeah? what, what's the temperature, Google? <laughs> like, that's literally all you use it for. Or what's the weather forecast? It'd be something stupid like that, because I've got Google home. You know what What would be for me? Yeah. Time. Uh, I Google time in New York, time in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, I get you. Because yeah. you don't need to get a, a world clock. You just, just search mm. time in and the name of the place, and it shows you the time. That's right. And I did that this morning, actually, because we're going to CES in Las yep. Vegas. I wanted to know what the weather's like there. It was 17 degrees today, low at 9. So, yeah, I can see why you'd use that. <laughs> well, it gets cold there, mate. You, you never know. 
It does get cold. I'm starting to think about my attire. Well, you're going to need a heavy jacket. Going to need a bigger jacket. Not a coat, but a jacket. You're going to need a jacket. Okay. For one of the things we're doing. I never know what we're doing. Um, So anyway, so uh, Avicii. Yes. Who who passed passed this year. um, It was number four. Coin Spot. What's that? It's it, it's number five, number nine is Bitcoin price. It's the same thing, so it's a place okay. to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in news events, the Royal Wedding was number one, Thai Cave Rescue number two, and the Wentworth by election number three. Mm, well, Turnbull drama. Yeah. There were some solid news stories. Yeah. Bloody Meghan Markle shows up everywhere. She's in global figures as well. What about Freddie Mercury, the number three global figure searched for? Freddie Mercury. That's because, because of the, the documentary. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's well, not really a doc? Is it a documentary? No, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. yeah. Because a lot of people, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to see it. Yeah. It feels like a plane movie to me. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I hope it's on Netflix or Stan. Nah, that won't be will. It? Nah. Well, nah. Hang on, okay. Well, hang nah. on, watch on the plane. Won't be on the. Internet. That's what I'm saying. Hoping it's on the in-flight by oh, then. No, it won't be happening. What? It normally only takes a month for them to get to the in-flight, doesn't it? I don't know. Okay. Fair Very fine with Virgin. They do well usually. Uh, I'll be honest. Their in-flight's not their best asset. <laughs> They don't have a lot of TV shows and movies. Particularly when you're flying economy for 13 hours to the States. But anyway. Oh, mate. Cuddle up. <laughs> I might be cuddling you. Oh. What um, else? What? Can you tell me why Chopper Reed is in the top 10 most Googled Aussie names? Chopper Reed? What did he do? What I mean, did he do he's this dead. Year? He's dead. He hasn't done much for a while. I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. There must have been some sort of event. Um, I honestly don't remember. Maybe... Uh, yeah, uh, if someone there can help us of, out. There's a bit of drama of Roger Rogerson during the year, and he was tied to Chopper Reed because they yeah, hosted fun. Roger Rogerson's not in the top 10. He's not there either. If someone can remind us why Chopper Reed is in the top 10, why he would have been Google a lot this year, hit us up at FTM, at Trevor Long, at the Bowen on Twitter. That's weird. Um, obviously, there's a lot. The, the fun one for me, though, is all the how to searches, mm, right? Mm. So, big news story featured in the top 10 was the My Health Record. So, how to opt out of My Health Record. Okay, gotcha. How to watch the World Cup in Australia, yeah. because for the first time it wasn't on SBS mm. entirely, mm. and then there was the drama of Optus. Optus. Yep. I remember, Trev. It was a huge scandal. What about number three, though? Yeah, I know. There's a big one. How to win Powerball. I mean, what sort of date would put that into Google? I think <laughs> I think they're the same people who, who Google Google. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I actually think that Google exclude from their listicles here, yeah. yes. Google. Because I reckon a lot of people Google Google. Yeah. Oh, I guess you would. You know people who get the home page, mm. so they're not just the, just the search box yeah, when they open yeah. their browser, yeah, yeah. and then they go, oh, I've got to go to Google, and they type Google. I don't want to talk about it, because I'm one of those people. Now, listen. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't want to talk about it. How to delete Instagram, number four. Yeah, well, how to delete Facebook was number nine. Yeah, well, that was, was drama. There's, There's drama, a lot of drama again with Facebook. What's going on, Facebook? Mate. Leaking ha- details everywhere. How to lose weight fast and how to lose belly fat, both in the top ten. Yeah, well, mate, I know the Eat less that. and walk yeah. more, <laughs> you fat heap. Exercise and don't eat the crap that we eat. Like, it's not rocket science. We sh- do you reckon we should launch a diet podcast in 2019? Uh, no. Oh, we, well, let's work on our lifestyle segment. That our section. Two be great. fat blokes losing weight. That's what we could call our diet podcast. <laughs> Two fat blokes talking weight. <laughs> I like actually, it. Actually, you right. we wouldn't call it losing weight. Yeah. Because that makes an, an assumption. Yeah, because it won't happen. Two fat blokes talking weight. Yeah, just every week. Every week, we're, just going, we're up a bit. Listen, we're down a bit. I'm not going to lie. My yeah. my wife and kids got me a personalised Cadbury chocolate block yeah. for my birthday, which was on Friday. Yes. Now, it was not small. Mm. Uh, it was inside. Mm. It was a two fifty gram block and a three fifty gram block. Oh, three fifty is too okay. much. Okay. Yeah. That's all gone. It's gone. Of course it is. It's, well, that's one session. Oh, it's, it, it was a two. It was a three session job because we had a blackout on the weekend. And, oh, that's right. it's been and so I and I got a massive bit of Lego, yeah. the, the Saturn V rocket. rocket. Yeah, I saw that. You wait, we're going to get. It's going to be in the office because oh, all the Lego's got to come here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, as man, as soon as Harry said, "Mum, guess how big it is." <laughs> She goes, it's a metre. And she goes, that's going straight to the office. <laughs> she's supportive now. Um, you know, just before we go on, she is supportive? Well, because it's somewhere to put... She, mate, she's also supportive because we had power in the office. We didn't, we didn't at home, so she oh. came here and did her hair. Oh, that's great. Where's the mirror? <laughs> oh, in the bathroom. Let's go. Yeah, okay. As we develop and so do your children and they get older, are they going to mm-hmm. just hang out here after school? Because yeah, Jack Jackson's moving on to high school. I reckon Jacko will want to come here after school. That's cool. Yeah. I brought Henry here once when you weren't here and he just flipped out. We're going to need, need a gate at the top of the stairs if Henry's oh, coming. That won't be happening. Why not? Oh. You could fit a gate across there. 
Yeah. He likes climbing stairs, but going down is a problem. Yeah, it is an issue. What about how to screen, number eight, how to screenshot on an iPhone X? Here's a tip how to not screenshot, yeah. particularly on the iPhone XS Max. It's huge. iPhone 10, mate, just so you know. What? what, what oh, sorry. Why, why is that such a problem? Is it because the button's bigger? Because, or? remember, the screenshot used to be how was power it? and the home button. The home button. And because they got rid of the home button, yeah. they needed to find a new way of doing it. yeah. And so they made it the volume button, which is standard on even on Android mm. phone. It's power and, yeah, and volume gotcha. button, but on a, on an iPhone, you mm. often grip the phone because the power, well, what they just call the right side yeah. button, then they call it the power button, and the volume are on two sides. When you grip the phone, often you grip and mm. take a screenshot. Yeah. So people accidentally do that. I've got a lot of screenshots in there. Some deliberate, some not. Why is State of Origin on Sunday? The number one most searched. Why is for twenty eighteen? That's been going on for a few years now. And here's a tip, it's because of money yeah. and listeners and viewers. viewers yeah. yeah. Why is it called Good Friday? Yeah. Oh, that's a, I have often, I asked that of my religion teacher on any number of occasions in year two. Mrs. Golden never Be, answered me. Well, because of the irony that Jesus was yeah, stoned, uh, hung on a crucifix and died. It doesn't seem like an overly good day for Jesus. <laughs> but he maybe had prior knowledge. <laughs> like He knew what was going on. But the process, not good. Now, I think I might have told this story on Two Blokes Talking Tech, so forgive me, uh, duplicate viewers, but listeners. But um, Amen. When I, when I, because I had to do this on the Today Show, this list. Oh, okay. And there's a young bloke who works in the studio who's um, deeply religious, uh, and I don't know that for any other reasons that he's, he's talked about it. Appreciate so that, yep. I said to him, I said, mate, honest question, mm. why is it called Good Friday? And he thought, he looked, and he went, mm. he obviously didn't know the real answer, the mm. direct answer, and he went, because Jesus gave his life for us. Yes. And I went, look. Good thing. Good answer. Great answer. Good answer. Like, that's a really <laughs> good answer. answer. Especially as a non-religious person, I thought, well played you. Because I read the BBC and it was a really long, <laughs> convoluted, and I just went, you know what? I'm just going to run with that. Yeah, run if with anyone it. asked yeah. me, that's what I'm running uh, with. Good on you. He's a good kid. The best one is, and this is my favourite one out of the why is, oh. why is Tim Kay, Cahill not playing tonight? <laughs> Because remember, like, during, yeah, yeah, during the yeah, World yeah. Cup, during yeah. it's always where is he? And he Put him he, out he there. He never made an appearance. It's just he's on our the best. I oh, know. Yeah, poor bloke. Now he's retired, hasn't he? Yeah. Anyway, why is Nick Cummings called the Honey Badger? Uh, I think I know the answer to that. Actually, what is it? Um, oh, it was something about being elusive and you can't catch them or something like that. Because to... oh, he was called that when he was on the rugby yeah. field. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, look. At Daniel Ricciardo has a Honey Badger on the back of his helmet. Does he? Okay. Yeah, oh. the same reason. We love Daniel. Hope we see him again in 2019. We're a big chance. We've 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 made contact with the new Renault F1 team. Mm. I feel confident that if we get to Barcelona, we'll see him. Beautiful. Just quickly before we depart the mm. topic, would you release your top ten Google searches? <laughs> I wonder if you can. I actually don't know. I'm sure you could. I wonder if there's a way of finding them. I don't want to know. And my, I won't be releasing I'm just, it. I'm doing it right now. My top ten. Google There'd have to be a way. Searches. They, yeah, well, they know anyway. Well, they certainly know. They know everything. <clears throat> uh, Sneaky buggers. Uh, how do I find my most popular Google? This is... Um, oh, hang on. Go to Google Trends. No, that's just Google Trends. Yeah. I want to know what I searched for. That's mm. boring. You should just be able to bring it up in your account. Yeah, just like you know, Spotify did, as you said. There should be a way that Google just sends you your top searches. Well, I think a lot of people wouldn't want to know. No. You know, yeah. there's some issues there yeah. with what people search for. Yeah, well, that's right. I'm and, just uh, wondering if it's in my account. It's one of the darker sides of the internet, Trev. <laughs> I'm going to myaccount.google.com. Mm, this could get awkward. Um, tells me a lot about what's going on, but mm. doesn't really tell me anything about what I search for. It's very disappointing. What about how to cook? How to cook couscous? Do you know what couscous is? Isn't it like a it's rice? Like, it's a type stuffing? of grain, sort of rice. Yeah. Is it a type of rice or? Uh, I think it's more of a grain. Okay. So good they basically gave it two names, couscous. Okay, it's like Wagga Wagga and Woi Woi and Grong Grong. <laughs> grong Grong. Where, where, what's Grong Grong? It's just outside of Narandra. Right. I'll take your word for it. Mate, my nana lived in Narandra all her life. Top spot. It's a, it's I don't think I've been there. Blinkered, you'd miss it. Be hot. I think they might be building a bypass. Oh, really? That's always and disappointing. It's, it's just the Newell Highway. It's Newell, Newell Highway. Building, so it doesn't even need it. They're building a bypass where I live at Pitt Town. There's only about 700 people living there. I don't a know what bypass? they're bypassing. Yeah, they literally are. Don't know why to take the heavy truck and and uh, you know vehicles like that out of the main t- center of town. But had to break it to you. There's only 700 of us there. Good times. This Good. is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Yeah, so we go from tech to cars as usual. And last week I had the opportunity to drive two new Fords, which are arriving on our shores and on sale this month. We'll start off with the Ford Focus. Ford Focus has been around for a long time, about 20 years, as a matter mm. of fact. I think it's the fourth generation now. 
So, good car. Look, it comes with a 1.5 <laughs> There you go. Well done. Thanks for listening. 131. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it comes with a 1.5 litre EcoBoost engine. And uh, you know what I thought was funny with much of the marketing and information that was supplied to us by Ford? They rarely stated how many cylinders it's got because it's a little bit controversial. It's a three-cylinder vehicle. So, you traditionally connect three cylinders with, you know, something like, what was that car we drove recently? The uh, Kia, Kia Picanta. Picanta. Uh, and has it got three cylinders? There was a little Alpha once, wasn't there, that we drove? Yeah, there's been a few. And traditionally, they don't, they don't go very quick, yep. you know. But it's 134 kilowatts. It is a turbo, so it delivers the goods. Do they use that EcoBoost term? Yeah, right? so it's an EcoBoost engine, um, which means basically turbocharged. Look, uh, it's come a long way. The, the Ford Focus interior and Ford's interiors in general have never really impressed me. They've just had a look and a feel about them that I just didn't like. They've removed a lot of the buttons and that whole centre console that would jut forward. They've pushed the whole dash back 100 mil, so there's a lot more space. Really? But, yeah, yeah. So, so you notice sitting down... So are you mm. saying that from the the edge of the bottom half of the yeah. window to the front of the dash is less. If you remember the whole, well, it was embedded in the in the centre console, the, the Sync mm. 3 and Sync 2 and all that before it. Mm. Now it's a floating tablet-style 8-inch screen, which everyone's going for. Yeah, right. And it's got that whole horizontal dash feel. should look at the photos at EFTM. Yeah, you go and check it out. But I, I now put it on par with something like a Toyota Corolla, for example, even a mm. Hyundai i30. Yep. So the interior is a, a bit of a step up. Did they, did they recognise, because often when you go to these things, um, I say sit through, but you have to endure. You mm. have to listen to a, a briefing, you know, about yeah. the car. Did they call out the interior design as being a um, not a? I guess they wouldn't have talked about it as a pain point, would they? They no. would have just said it's a refresh. I just wonder whether well, they, they, they lost usually run with they, they go with premium or now new premium interior. Right. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Okay, so I'm just looking at the photo now at eftm.com, mm. and you're right. It is still juts out a lot the air vents and everything, but. It is much more sort of standard. Yeah, and when you look, it, at, it does look a bit more normal. When you look at that touchscreen display, it doesn't have the big black bezel around it that the Toyota version does as well. Right. So I think it's a relatively attractive looking interior. It's, it was very black, lots of black, not not too many different color schemes you can fit in there. But look, uh, look, performs well on the road. It's got great handling. There's an ST line version. So there's a trend, an ST line, and a and a uh, titanium model. So they still run titanium. Titanium is the name of their top end. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the ST line, you, you thought you think of the Fiesta ST. That's their sort of performance outside mm. of the RS and the Focus and things like that. The ST line gets a different suspension tune, so it uh, handles a bit better. And I've just got to say, sorry to dwell on the interior, but mm. looking at the interior, mm. I really like it. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. I mean, I had no massive issues with it, I've got to say. But what I'm reflecting back on now is what I think you're referring to as the old one, which was it was a million buttons. Yeah. It was a million a buttons, lot of buttons. And, a, and a small screen in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And there's no gear shifter anymore. There's a little rotary dial, which you find in Jaguars, for example. Oh. So you can shift with a, with a little dial. It was funny talking to one of the um, engineers over there. He he said, you know what? It just creates a lot more space down there. You can put your popcorn. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's literally what he said. He goes, and he also said, look, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it works. And the technology in having that sort of thing in a car is very complicated because you can't have any of the cables that are connected to it kinking underneath. So that was a real big uh, redesign when it comes to just a simple gear shift. Yeah, right. So, look, good little car. Prices start from 25000 for the, the trend hatch. You can even get a wagon, of course. There's now a See, wagon. this is interesting because mm. someone was saying to me the other day, um, I'm trying to remember who it was, but literally someone said to me that they're filthy, that there's no i30 wagon, there's no mm. Corolla wagon. Mm. They've only There's just hatches now, which yeah. some people actually, look, I'll be honest, I don't know why you want a small wagon. Yeah. But maybe you just need that little extra space that's mm. not, you know, your mini SUV yeah. slash uh, actual station wagon. Mate, just folding down the rear seats and anything small that's still a wagon is going to, you know, still get you to the Ikea and back sometimes, yeah. depending on what you really want to buy. But look, prices, as I said, from twenty five nine ninety up to, what have we got, thirty four four ninety for the uh, titanium. We've got a reasonably good warranty, uh, great servicing in terms of uh, the first four servicings uh, at $299.00. I'm not sure I'd buy one, um, but look, you don't need to worry about the three-cylinder engine. It's not a problem. Mm. And we'll just quickly yeah, touch. you didn't notice it? No, not really. No, no. I mean, it's not exactly a hot hatch. And the other release I'll just quickly touch on was the Ford Endura. Now, that's their new five-seat SUV. Think of this as a re- sort of a replacement for the Ford Territory, which we had for a long, long time right. in this country. Because there's a bit of a gap there. They've got um, the uh, Ford Everest, which is their really beefy... Um, that's, that's their Prado competitor. Prado competitor. It's based on the dual cab. And then I think the entry Escape, which is a bit smaller. Um, Escape's this. very small. Yeah, uh, they, they call it the Eco Sport. Um, that's actually what it's called now, isn't it? That's what they've now renamed it. So the Endura, which is straight out of America... 
is a five-seater, but it's reasonably pricey from forty-four to 45000 right through to sixty, almost 68000 So a five-seater to challenge the yeah. CX-5s. Yes, the... that's right, yeah. But, but you can get a Mazda CX-9 for that sort of coin at the top end. Yeah, right. And again, you've got the same, you know, Trend, Trend ST and, and Titanium. titanium. Uh, wasn't overly impressed with the interior on that one. Um, it is straight from the States. You know what cars from the States are like? The whole plastic. Acadia, a lot of plastic around the interior. It doesn't have a floating info display because it's an older car. It's called the Ford Edge in the States. It's been around since about 2016. There was a model before that as well. So we're getting an older car, but lots of standard tech on well, it. Why'd they say they bring it? Because they need to fill that gap, the 5 It's just SUV. a gap there. Yeah, and it's just a, just a gap, and it's done in um, right-hand drive. So, uh, why not? And, and it's, you know, it's got good engineering. It's, sort of, it's made in Canada, as a matter of fact. But mm. They sent over three engineers from Michigan to try and, uh, you know, talk about its wares and how good it was. And look, it, it drives pretty well. Um, it's relatively powerful, 140 kilowatts, 400 newton meters of torque, but it's only a diesel, two-liter diesel. Which That's you, the only variant. Which you, you, yeah, exactly. Which you're mm. finding in a lot of the Fords at the moment, the Everest, the Ranger. It's a slightly different version of the other two. So it's a two-liter turbo, turbo diesel. Um, as an SUV, I was impressed with the drive. It drove well, but, yeah, I'm not sure about that interior. I'm not sure. And the fact that it's quite expensive and it's only five seats. So what what are the other competitors for it? Obviously, Holden's... 6.5. Equinox is a five. Is Equinox, five yeah, yeah. It's five. See, it's hard to describe. <laughs> they were a bit reluctant when pushed about what category it sits right. in. Is it a mid-size SUV or a large SUV? They mm. tended to say large. Because they don't want to say a large SUV both. that doesn't have seven seats. Exactly. Because that kind of is a negative. Yeah, thing, isn't so it? I'm not sure what category it actually sits in. But, yeah, I mean, you could compare it with the, the Equinox, the CX-5. I mean, if you really want to go all the way, the CX-9s and the Acadias and, and the, the Toyota Kluger, but... It Kluger's just, are probably a good example, yeah, because yeah? exactly. that's Toyota's five-seat SUV. But that comes in seven-seat seven as well. As well. Yeah, yeah. Seven so seat as well. it's kind of a strange one, but they're plugging what a hole Toyota's in their lineup. What is five-seat SUV then? Uh, RAV4 is the only one. Uh, RAV4. That's, but that's a small is. SUV. Yeah, it's tiny, uh, relatively speaking. So essentially, because the Kluger must come in a five- yeah. or seven-seat variant, it's the Kluger yeah, yeah. with an upsell. Yeah, hmm. yeah. so it's a strange one. Um, but it does plug a hole, which they're looking to plug. So, you know, good luck to, good luck to them. We'll see how they go. That, Fair enough. That's the latest with Ford. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel. And uh, just this week they announced the new FZ1, which stands for Family Zone. Family Zone 1, FZ1. Check it out at familyzone.com.au. And the partnership here between Alcatel and Family Zone is excellent. Uh, Family Zone is an app that allows you as a parent to control uh, what your kids do when they do it on their smart devices. Now, Family Zone as an app has been shipped on Alcatel phones for a little while now. Um, the team at Alcatel did a deal with Family Zone to make it a default app within their devices. But this goes one step further, and I tested this. This phone comes with Family Zone embedded. So when you set up the phone, you go through the process, and then after registering your Google account and everything, you have to register a Family Zone account. Your kids have to have Family Zone built in. So you as a parent then get to choose the basics of parental controls. Then there's some monthly subscription features you can choose to get essentially parental advice uh, on how to control your kids' screen time. It's a great little device, $199. Uh, check it out at familyzone.com.au. you use Apple Pay? You know what? Uh, when it came out... Love the concept, and I still do, but I forget every time I'm at the register. It just seems to me pulling my wallet out and you know tapping and going is just as convenient as double-clicking the really? side of your phone or whatever you have to do. So did you ever have I a forget with, a lot. with the previous phone when you had a fingerprint? Uh, I did, yes, yes, yeah, I did. So the, well, before we talk about the news, mm. I'm going to agree with you that I find the iPhone ten a less intuitive and less fr- user-friendly way of Apple paying because <clears throat> back in the day with the fingerprint sensor, mm. um, you could... You could, you know, get your petrol yeah. and say, so I'm going to tap and go and then yeah. bring it up on the screen. And mm. you, you wouldn't do anything with your phone. You just place your phone yeah. in front of the screen and then put your fingerprint on. Mm. And it would pay. You didn't have to do anything. Yeah, that's a good Whereas point. now you've got to preempt and go, okay, I've got to double click. Yeah. I've got to look at my phone. Look at the thing. And then I put my thing down. Yeah. So I actually don't think it's as user intuitive. But yeah. it was announced four years ago. Mm. Four years ago with the iPhone 6. And at the time, I thought it was awesome. Mate, when it came Americans out- thought it was 
the next best thing to bloody sliced bread because yeah. they didn't have tap and go at all. They didn't have, still don't in many instances. But it took a year for the American Express in Australia to launch Apple Pay and yeah. then another six months, five months for ANZ to launch. Yeah. I switched to ANZ immediately because I, I said at the time to my audience, I'd, after it dragged on for about mm. six months, I went, you know what? I'll switch to any bank. Yeah. Whoever does it first, I'll switch. So I did. And it's been the best thing I ever did mm. because I have all my cards, all my accounts now on Apple Pay. Yeah. But we had all about all the credit unions and the INGs that all came on over a period of mm. you know, six to 12 months. But still, the NAB, Westpac and Commonwealth Big three. held out. Mm. And they actually went to the ACCC, for those that don't remember, and yeah. said to the ACCC, we want to sit here as a group of multi-bazillion dollar mm. companies and negotiate together with Apple, which mm. is anti-competitive. You're mm. not meant to be able to negotiate together. The ACCC said no, so Apple essentially won that. Mm-hmm. And as time has now drawn on, about a year or so or two after that announcement, Commonwealth Bank have announced they're launching it in January. Finally. Now, I can tell you they wanted to launch it last week. Mm. They desperately wanted to launch it last week, but mm. they, they just didn't feel that they could launch something so big mm. at the most important shopping time of year so they didn't take the risk, which I respect. Um, mm. So they'll make the announcement formally somewhere in mid to late January, mm. that it's available. Now, that's huge. Mm. Huge. Because you look at the social media um, accounts, people were, have been banging on about it. Plus, anyone that emailed the CEO, because lots of people have sent me screenshots, just randomly emailed the CEO of ComBank, mm. they've gotten replies. Yeah, you know, Obviously right. from your secretary saying, yeah. we've listened yeah. and it's here. Yeah. But I reckon this is Banking Royal Commission. Yeah. I reckon the Banking Royal Commission has been so bad for the banks this year, mm. they've gone, we need to do something good. Yeah. We need to do something good for our customers. And someone's gone, why don't we do Apple Pay? <laughs> so it's a diversion. So easy. <laughs> it's diverted away from their dramas. Well, uh, we assume, because we don't know, we're not involved mm. in negotiations, we assume mm. Apple takes a cut of mm. all the transactions, yeah. which you, you'd have to assume. Makes logical that. sense. Yeah. Um, now, that cut is probably 0.15 of a much, cent yeah. in every hundred. Like right? Apple CarPlay and cars, basically. <clears throat> yeah. So we assume that ComBank didn't want to hand over that much of the, of mm. the takings, and they've agreed to a number. They're a bo- they make billions of dollars a year. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously, couldn't make that much of a ratch yeah. to the bottom line. But they literally held out for money reasons, yet yeah. they're a billion-dollar company. I think it's great news. I think it's awesome for ComBank customers. I'm with you, Bo, and I, I still do carry a card. Mm. I still tend to use it. That also doesn't help that I change phones regularly, and, like, right now I don't have That'll it. That'll drive you mad, yeah. But, like, the couple of – like, the service station and my local supermarket mm. are essentially shocked when I pull out a card. Really? I use it that much. Because yeah, it was like, the other oh, way around it. originally. Yeah. My, my man, Chaz, at Pitt Town, he'd just freak out. Because then, obviously, you know, you started using your watch as well. Yeah. He's like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, yeah, he's mate, Indian. The boys, are, <laughs> the boys at, at the survey, survey up the road, yeah. they just expect me to use my phone. Okay. So if I use yeah. cash, they're like, whoa, what is this stuff? Yeah. Um, and if I pull out a card, they, they're mm. somewhat shocked. It's, you know what, it is a very convenient technology. I don't think we're at the point now where everyone wants to get rid of their cards. But, mm. like... Here's, here's an example. We've got a, a business card, mm. and I've said to you, mate, put it in your phone, yeah. because if you ever have an emergency or you need to do something for the business, you've got it there. So yeah. I don't need to get another card cut for oh, you. No. Yeah. I've just let you put it in the only drawback with that little uh, policy we've implemented here at EFTM is you get an immediate notification if I spend anything. Yeah, <laughs> damn well right, I should. <laughs> the other day I bought a Red Bull somewhere on a car launch, or the Ford car launch. I was in the middle of nowhere, and you get a little $3.95. Ding! I don't actually get the notification, so oh, sh- you should, okay. you should, should be lucky Woolies. there. But my wife's got all my cards. Yeah, okay. You know, because, yeah. like... Stuff goes wrong. Stuff yeah. happens oh, with course. your bank account. Like yeah. most, I think most, do most, how many bank accounts you and GC got? Just the one. Just one account. One, well, we've got, we've got a credit card account, obviously our mortgage account and right. an offset account. So three. Okay. So you said one, you've yeah. got three. Well, I'm thinking, we're not, we've how got many cards one, have you I'm got? I'm with one bank. How many cards have you got that you can present at Woolies to pay for your groceries? One, because I never use a savings card and that's no, the credit no, How many cards have you got? Oh, well, I could that do. You could do that. Two. With? So my point is, you can put both those cards yeah. in Apple Pay, yeah. still carry your normal one AB. you use, but if something goes wrong, yeah. you've, it's a backup. Yeah. Like if Amanda that. says to me, oh my God, I forgot my wallet, mm. I say, just use my, just yeah, use the, the card. It's fine. No drama. Remember the ori- good or, original Commonwealth Bank sent, was sending out cards you'd stick to the back of your phone? Yeah. And they, <laughs> NAB did that as well, maybe yeah. even Westpac. They all say, oh, that's, you know, that's convenient. Mm. Bullshit. I mean, how not, much would that have cost them to implement, let alone the, just the go down this cards, path? Yeah. It's well, mate. Like, so I did a segment this morning on today's show about beach tech, right? Yeah. Spooky, spooky. I didn't watch it. Sorry. And thanks, mate. And Westpac, were you on the beach? West, we had a fake beach. Okay, because you've done that before. Yeah. yeah. Pizza yeah. delivery. It's good. <laughs> Your tech shorts. I on. get reminded about that a lot, actually. Mm. Um, For good reason. They had. The, 
Tech legs. Look like an idiot. Um, I'm happy to look like an idiot. No, you do it most days. Don't worry about it. Look like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> At least you're on there. So anyway, Westpac have these bands that you can wear. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap I've seen those. That yeah. have the card payment yeah. built in as well. Yeah. Mate, I've, I've got the box and I've opened it. I've gone, how much money have they spent mm. on presenting these things to the media, let alone to anyone else? Yeah. The, the money spent on creating those products mm. is the money they would have lost, essentially, to Apple using Apple Pay. Just crazy talk. Just pick up your game, It's folks. just all ego. That was just it an is, ego mate, game. That's all it 100% was. 100% ego. Yeah, you know what it's like in big business. It's 100% oh, Do ego. I? We're a big business or a small business? Well, no, no. The big business <laughs> we've worked at that are 100% yeah. ego. Yeah, it was more of a bubble. What have you used on Freeview? Mate, I use it regularly, and I, I think I okay. told you... What do you use when, what, when you say it? Uh, I use it to watch Channel 9. But where? What, what At home. Uh, this is what I'm going to explain to you. So the only time I often use it is on the morning when I want to cast the Today Show onto the smaller... Uh, the Lenovo Google display that I have um, oh. because I don't want the 65-inch uh, TV, which is in our kitchen, um, or basically in the lounge, which faces the kitchen, distracting Henry when he's having breakfast. Fair call. That's pretty much the only time I use so it. So you're using the app on your phone, yep. Freeview FV? I used it once when um, uh, President Trump met Kim when I was mobile somewhere. Okay. So, you know, you can use it anytime, but very rarely. So uh, Freeview, for those that don't know, Freeview is all of the networks, mm. Um, sitting around like they have a representative from each network sitting around a board table making decisions together about certain things. So there's an electronic program guide, for example, that, that was, that is broadcast over the air and that's coordinated through Freeview. Mm-hmm. Um, all the networks obviously pay money to be part of it. And then they, if they make decisions about a new product developments, all the networks have to chip in and they build these things. Now, when I was at SBS, um, we launched a thing called Freeview Plus. Mm. And this was, it still is built into TVs. If, if you've got a reasonably new smart TV and it's connected to the internet and you change channels through 7, 9, 10, and you get that red and green button appearing yeah, on the screen, gotcha. that's Freeview Plus. Yeah. So what it is, it's, it's called Hybrid Broadcast TV, HBB TV. Um, and it's a technology that allows you to, allows the TV station to send a signal through the air that prompts like the internet to be used as well. And so using the buttons on your remote, you can, you know, navigate uh, to the red button or the green button to find more content from the channel or the or the show or the station. There's some super cool things that can be done with that. Like in France, some of the channels have it set up so that when you let's say you switch to channel nine and you're it's only halfway through a family food fight, it, there's a there's like a blue button. Yeah, takes you back to the start. In reverse, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like catch yeah. up, go back to the start. And so you're basically saying, I want to go back thirty minutes. And it's just the catch-up show yeah. that it's launching. Yeah. We haven't really done that here yet. Foxtel do it quite well. Mm. Anyway, so that's Freeview Plus. And then while that's cool, it's a very small market, not a lot of people using it. Then they went with Freeview FV, which is the app you're talking about. It's sensational. Yeah. Now, you, when you want to watch 9, you have to actually be, then be taken to yeah, the 9 you're now You're taken app, off-site, right. Yeah. Which is a bummer, and, and I, it annoys me like it does everyone, I think. But I, th- I think it's because 9 want you to be logged in. They want to know so who's for watching. For tracking reasons. Tracking okay. reasons, right, and yeah. therefore personalization. They can send you personalized ads in the future. Mm. But now they've launched Freeview FV on the web. Mm. And I've got to be honest, when I got the release, I went, why? So, what? But then uh, they sent me an early link to, to play with it. And I was sitting here for a couple of days mm. with the television on because we don't have an antenna here. No, we don't. No. And there are a lot of people who don't have antennas because they've just switched off. Yeah. And a lot of people sit on their, on their desk at different yeah. times. So you can now launch free-to-air television easily mm. on the web. And I think the thing here is, yes... You can go to Nine Now or ABC. You can go to all those sites and find the live stream if you want. But it's bringing it all together. So it's saying, oh, I've got one site to go to. It's freeview.com.au, and I can now just find a, a live TV channel. Now, both the ABC and Channel 9 still send you off to their own website. But again, they send you directly to the, the viewing page, so you don't have to go navigating. I don't mind it. I, I hate to think how much was spent. I hope yeah. it wasn't a million bucks because it's not worth a million bucks. Mm. It's worth, you know, maybe 100000 but... How? I don't mind it. In terms, I was just thinking about it on the way here, as a matter of fact. Um, say you're at an airport lounge, yep. and this happened last week. 
and the guy wanted the cricket put on and they were just stuck on Sky News. And so you open up your laptop, you try and use the, the Wi-Fi in the, in the airport lounge mm. if you're lucky enough to be in one. Yeah. In terms of streaming, how's this? Will, will it work? Will, is it too much data you're downloading? No, it or, should be fine. Should I mean, be okay. streams like this will use maybe 100, 200 yeah. megabytes per hour. Really? They're okay. not high quality. They're not high, yeah, of course. high, high bandwidth. Mm. I don't think, well, if too many people did it, it'd be a problem. Yeah. But I don't think it'd be an issue at all. But that's the thing. It brings that port. Like some, some people don't want to use their phone to watch this stuff. Mm. They just want to open up the web. Like yeah. I watch Foxtel a lot in my browser. Yeah. And you look at I mean, people's browser screen size is generally pretty big these days on, on most even personal computers. We should well, we're lucky. Of screens. We've, We've got, got 43 here. inch widescreen yeah. Samsung curved displays, which allow me to have my email open. Yeah. Have a document I'm working on mm. and another window with a, like a TV screen. Reasonably sized screen, yeah. So I can Not see, because I, I was thinking about also just thinking, why would you ever want to do that? Because it's more of a mobile thing or a, maybe a casting thing. But yeah, you're right. You, you can access the TV anywhere you are now. That's it. I mean, we've come a long way from the days where you could have that little TV box you could take to Bathurst and watch the TV coverage. Kangaroo TV. Or <laughs> Kangaroo TV. And we come a long way. I've got a little. And it's free. One of the original Casio. You remember those little Casio portable yeah, TVs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those downstairs somewhere. You have to Good fire times. it up. Analog. I'm working Don't plug it in here. It could cause some sort of short circuit. We've got a lot of equipment here, Trev. There could be drama. <laughs> it's battery powered. We've got so circuit breakers okay. here. Yeah. Where's the power box? You have to, just downstairs. Okay. That's you fine. have to have circuit breakers. Yeah. So it's like a legal requirement. There are no know. places well, without What are you, an electrician? I don't know. They're called safety switches. I don't even they? understand electricity. It's remarkable. <laughs> Mate, here's the thing. Electricity, <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. Radio, yep. remarkable. Wi-Fi. Television. Bluetooth. Like, it's all... How's it like, happen? It's just happening around us. It's just the basic. Like, it's fly through mate, the air. I drive past... it's making sick? When I drive... In, oh, probably. <laughs> when I drive, like, the Gore Hill Freeway, and yeah. you drive through the Artaman Triangle, which is mm. the triangle yes. of the three towers, the, the towers, Channel 9 yeah. Tower, the Channel 10, yeah. 7 Tower, and the ABC SBS mm. Tower, I do look up at them all the time and go, that's amazing. And they like, the, I know, but you, I drive past and go, how do I get out of that? Like, how does... Like, when I'm on TV, just... They did that in the 50s. Amazing. Built those in the 50s. It's amazing. Marconi did a well, didn't he? picture comes out of that. Imagine when Marconi said, listen, I'm going to send this signal to someone else just across town. You're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what a genius. But it makes you think about how big that moment of turning the TV on for the first time. Mm. Because but that whole thing of like your kids going, of it. Well, why is someone in there? Yeah, like, they, they were scared. The people were scared. They were terrified. Really? The people inside this box. It, it wasn't received well initially. They were sceptics. TV won't last. Oh, geez, that worked out well. But radio, incidentally, is still last. Even AM radio. So... Yeah. Best of both worlds. Now we've got the internet. Streaming. Video killed the radio star. Exactly. Right. Anyway, well done. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Now, during the week, we received a couple of bottles of wine. Well, more to the point, cider and another variety, which is a combination of apple cider and wine. Hang on. Apple cider, I've, I've walked past it. Mm. Is it an you would never thing? You would never drink it. Well, it's not it, apple juice. No, I mean, you can get sparkling apple juice, but cider is generally alcoholic. There's alcohol in it. So winemaking Tasmania is the company that released two cider-based drinks. Now, we were just sent a couple of bottles. They're only 375 mils. The first one, traditional apple cider. Um, tastes lovely and all, and all that sort of thing. But the other one, gee whiz, it was uh, it was strong. It was called the Blushing Lady Sparkling Fruit Fusion. Now, this is... It's just difficult to explain to an amateur like you, Trev, but it, it is a combination of cider. Oh, I'm the amateur here. And, and red wine, basically. What am I, an amateur drinker? Yeah, you, you are. Oh, yeah. okay, Why right. you only drink UDLs? Like, you just, you, what the hell? That's I mean, it's crazy. You just say, I'll, I'll try anything, and uh, I'll try this one. So it's a combination of Tasmanian apples, yep. cherries, and wine. They reckon it's a gateway to, you know, really <laughs> opening up your palate. It's to, a gateway alcohol. Yeah, it's like a drug. <laughs> Hang like on, drug. So, but so you're saying it's a combination of apple cider and wine. Oh, that's exactly what I'm saying. And so is it... So, and so it's red. This may be my, my naivety, but is apple cider the kind of thing that someone who doesn't like or hasn't tried or doesn't seem to get into wine drinks? Well, it's an alternative, I guess. You know, apple cider is a good summer drink, I'd suggest. It's very refreshing, but you can still, you know, get a, a kick out so of it. So they're saying their little hybrid is a way of getting people to start to sample the taste of wine and maybe want more wine. Perfectly put. But there was a little problem with the drink. Uh, right. 375ml bottle. It was 8% alcohol, so 2.1 standard drinks in basically a little tiny. I mean, it's smaller than most beer bottles. You wouldn't want to drink too many, Trev. No, well, I had a look the other night. I might have had a couple of Ruskies. Uh, <laughs> the Ruskies That's are... That's happening more and more. Why not? It's actually a 330ml bottle, I should point well, out. Well, the Ruskies are 0.9 standard drinks. Yeah, there's nothing. So you're saying... It's not even a standard drink, yeah. The, how much was that one? 
Uh, it was 8%, 2.1 standard drinks. 2.1 The blushing lady <laughs> sparkling smacked. fruit fusion. Oh, you saw me after one can of UDL the other day. Imagine if I had one of those. <laughs> you do turn quickly. The blushing lady sparkling fruit fusion. I think. No, you turn into an intro. You just turn into a different guy. Like, n- not a bad guy or a, an aggressive guy. You just turn. You know what you turn into? Trev 2.0. <laughs> the vastly improved Trevor. It's like enhanced Trev, but, but Trevor could crash if you have another one. <laughs> and then Trev's just not around anymore. Well, that's kind of my problem with alcohol mm. is, um, you know, I don't mind a drink yes. of Rusky or Yudi or not yeah, wine or anything, but yeah. one or two, mm. I'm a giggler. Yeah. But after a few, like after a carton, I'm on pig death. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you are a responsible drinker. You know your limit. You yeah. know what can happen. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and nor do most of the TV, incidentally. But anyway, both right is a, a yeah, six How much of that whiskey has John had now? Look, it's now know. under the monitor because he's got whis- a bottle of whiskey behind his monitor. Yeah, this is a digital whiskey, which is made by a computer or something. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. But Distilled by computer. I use it as a cleaning product. Art- Artisan Bay or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's anyway, on the website, eftm.com. $6.99 per bottle, which is pretty stiff because it's a stiff drink. Uh, the apple side is 5% alcohol, so that even packs a fair punch. You can get twenty-four. Um, you get a four-pack for $24.99. 99 or $89.99 for a case of 24 from Dan Murphy's. This is not a paid advertisement. I just thought it was a... This is not a paid advertisement. sounded like one briefly, didn't it? Um, I just thought it was interesting, particularly the uh, the combination of cider. I want to know from any cider drinkers mm. who are not wine drinkers, could you be tempted with yeah. a fusion hybrid drink like this? You know what? Did you ever try West Coast Coolers? No. They were doing right up your alley. They were big in the 90s. They were, they were big at schoolies. Yeah, they were big yeah. <laughs> yeah, schoolies. Everything I was... did go to schoolies. I was heaps boring. Where'd you go again? Gold Coast. Yeah, really? Yeah. I can't believe that. <laughs> so did I. It's chaos. Yeah. We had the whole joint evacuated because the smoke alarm went off in our room. Then there was a mini riot. Oh, I just remember people drinking a lot and yeah. me sitting around. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Lucky you didn't have an iPhone back then. Oh, yeah. You'd just be sitting there on the iPhone watching Freeview. Listen, um, uh, before we move on, I want to read an email. Um, we got an email. We did get an email. Oh. Specific podcast. I get a lot of emails, but this one was a specific podcast. Uh, from Russ Keys. And the reason I'm prompted to remember this email is because Russ Keys. Who? Who? Rusky? He, that's, he, he tweeted us once. Okay. And oh, that's, yeah, that's remember right. that, and I'm like, dude, you're my drink. Yeah. Ruskies. Yeah, yeah, that's His right. His name is Russ Keys. What does he want? Um, he's a big listener of the Daily Talk Show. That's, I think, how he discovered us. Yeah, they're right. Good show. Um, uh, he says, hi, guys. Great episode number 50. Enjoyed the reviews and discussions regarding phone charges. Mm. Uh, I've recently upgraded to the quad lock windscreen mount and find that the most rock solid mount that I've used to date being up on the windscreen, I find that I'm touching the phone less mm. as it's set back on the windscreen. I drive a 2016 VW Passat R-Line. Nice one, Ross. Flash. Wagon. Good car. Um, It's been one of the best family cars I've driven, including the tech and Euro sports styling. Despite having Apple CarPlay, Mm. I still find myself using the phone as the limited feature set of the CarPlay, including being able to search for songs on Spotify and podcast, access dial in details for calendar meetings when you're in the car and respond to messages in-app including Skype for business, Facebook Messenger, and yeah, other things like that. It's kind of defeating the purpose of not being yeah. distracted by I, your phone. Russ, I don't want to break it to you, Tim. to do the whole lot. The reason those I things, wanted to read emails too, but that's bad. The reason those things don't work on Apple CarPlay is because you're not meant to be distracted from the <laughs> road. Out. I'm guilting for touching the phone. However, cannot recommend the amount highly enough. Hopefully, it cuts down the amount of time I access the phone out of habit. Mm. Spot on, Russ. Um, Quadlock windscreen mount sounds very good. I, I look forward to having a look at that, but... Russ, thanks for your email, mate. If We're, anyone wants to get in touch, just hit us up, eftm.com. Send us an email. We've reviewed a lot of mounts. I just can't use them because I change a car every week. Like, it's just, it'll drive me mad. Yeah, because I've got one at the moment it. from Signet, which is a windscreen yeah, mount with yeah. wireless charging well, built well. in. Oh, right? oh and that's so, another problem. I don't want the cable dangling. Well, yeah. So that's so great. I, I like to kind of fit it in a bit. But yeah. So it's only it's got the USB, yeah. sorry, the cigarette lighter in. Yeah. And then you sit your phone in and it's charging that's automatically. Great, yeah. Two problems. Well, for, only really one problem. Yeah. That means that you can... Not use Apple CarPlay. So if you're in a car Unless with, you're in a BMW that options it. So like in the Jag that I'm driving now, yeah. no Apple Chief CarPlay. Chief's like tosses, by the way. How, hey, we are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's official. <laughs> We're talking about cider and Jags. Mate, you're driving a Nismo. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a Nismo Juke. Juke. <laughs> Nissan, Nissan. We've got to try them all. Is that how, if when when you're at a motoring event and a lot of Geno's there, mm. what are you driving? Oh, it's a Nismo. Yep. Really quietly say the word Juke. But I'm, I'm happy to drive any car because, you know what, I'm an, just an everyday person. And I look forward to driving a Tesla Model S to Bathurst over Christmas. Mate, I'm just an everyday guy as well. <laughs> yeah, you are. Who had a Jaguar delivered on a tray yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Just to impress everyone else in the uh, unit complex mate, we're working mate, in. The truck pulled up, just for the record. What happened, Trev? I did, I did go to pick up the car. It wasn't ready. Mm. Uh, and Jaguar were 
uh, uh, very delightful mm. in saying, because I said I just couldn't come back, I was yeah. busy, and they were delightful. They, they said they would deliver the car here. Mm. They pulled The truck pulled up around the corner, mm. and I'm just standing there. I took a photo for WhatsApp for the boys, yeah. um, and a bloke was on a balcony above me goes, Christmas is come early! <laughs> <laughs> And I've just gone, mate, you you've think got, this is Christmas? You've got no idea. Wait till next year. <laughs> you wait till next year, champion. There's anyway, some stuff coming in mate. the FGM garage that is going to blow these people's minds that's, here at the office. That's what we do, tech, cars, and lifestyle, which yeah. I'm pretty sure we've just spent 44 minutes talking about. Yeah. What, oh. what more can we do, Trev? Wait till I tell you about the bloke across the road whose missus runs the dancing studio. What's he want? Is there a dancing <laughs> studio? It's not a dancing <laughs> studio. Where? It's weekends. Oh, front front of me damn. on the weekend and yeah. said, mate, I Googled what you guys do because there's signs everywhere, obviously, yeah. saying yeah. FGM. Yeah. And um, he, he said, we got these YouTubers coming. They do drift cars. Let's see if we can collaborate. No. Nah. Oh, my God. I know how we can collaborate. Not sharing. <laughs> but, <laughs> Not sharing. Oh, but uh, you know, I want to know more now. What does that so, mean? What has, on what basis are we going to cl- collaborate with drifters? <laughs> What's but that I, about? But I want to find out. I want okay. to understand. I think we should get to know the people around here a bit more. You'll have to do that. I don't. I don't socialize. Particularly the air conditioning blokes next door. If you're listening, you keep parking at our spots. Has that stopped? Because I haven't been here for a few days. Yeah, it's it's been pretty pretty quiet yeah. of late. Because yeah. I was about to park horizontal across two spaces just to stop. I got a bit grumpy last week. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. Oh, I think it might have been the boss. They weren't used to people being here. They for didn't a think long we'd time. moved in, despite yeah, the fact we've been here every day. Fourteen signs. Anyway, anyway, listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Oh, what about the next one? Podcast. Right, preparations, everything. I really should have read Russ Key's email mm. about driving while distracted, mm. leading into an update on Ubicar. Yeah, look, it's been a while since we spoke about Ubicar, yep. since the last podcast was released. And Wow. I just want to talk overall score, yeah. first and foremost. Okay. My overall score, 91. <laughs> what? That's like, a, and that's very good, obviously. When I started using the app, it was like 78. Yeah. So I feel... Because you're going to remember Ubicar, if you're a new, new listener, Ubicar is an app. You download, you put it on your phone, and then it logs and records all your driving mm. and tells you whether you're good or bad. Mm. gives you an overall score. But their theory is that in the future they'll sell uh, insurance based on your usage. So one month, if your driving is good, mm. your insurance premium will be low. If your driving is rotten, your insurance premium might be more. My overall score is good. My acceleration is good. My braking is very good. My mm. phone distraction is excellent, mm. which is a huge jump on how it was originally. Speeding is excellent. Cornering, just good. My overall score is 68. Uh, acceleration score is 66. Braking score is 72. Phone distraction, 90, which is good. Speeding score, 90, which I'd want to be given my license uh, issues. And cornering score, 40. So I let myself down on corners. And so I, what's how your many overall? scored Ks have you got? What's your overall again? 60, 60, 68. 68? Yeah, well, mate, uh, 430 take, kilometres. Yeah, I've got 643. But... That's, like that's not that's, nothing that's for me. Twenty-three trips, thirty-eight trips, four hundred and thirty kilometers. Yeah, okay. So then, if you haven't already joined, I think you can still join. Mm. Um, but those of you who have joined, you're in the running to win some cool prizes. We've got a Sonos One speaker, mm. a Nest Protect, mm. a smoke alarm, mm. and something else. A set of headphones mm. from AudioFly. Uh, when you go to the competitions tab, you click on the EFTM Safest Driver Competition. Now, Bowen, look. In the early days, I felt good. I was 19th. Yeah, I was, check- then I was checking every hour. Essentially, people joined. Yeah. Um, what happens now is it shows you the top 19, mm. if you're outside of the 20, and then it shows you your score. Now, congratulations to currently to um, uh, Daz, Daz 023, Gong, Fluffy, they're our top three. I'm prepared to say they're not listeners to the podcast. No. If, if Daz, Gong, or Fluffy can prove that they are Daz, Gong, or Fluffy, and you're listening to this podcast, I'm awarding an additional prize. Okay, the results are crazy. I, mean, I just don't believe it's true. Uh, My current position, current position in the ladder, with a great like my score is good, right? Ninety-one is good. It yeah. says very good. Yeah, yeah. My current position in the competition is two hundred ninety-eighth. I'm five hundred twenty-six. <laughs> five hundred twenty-six. Oh, I'm just happy there's that many people in it. I mean, I assume there's a thousand. Surely I'm half as good as everyone else. Five hundred twenty-six. I'm assuming at this point there's five hundred twenty-seven. Daz's overall rank in terms of the actual app itself, like up against everyone, is eighty. Oh, I can't click on people. So can you click on people? Yeah, I can click on oh, people. Oh, show me because you've got a crap phone. My overall rank is four thousand five hundred ninety-five. So What's you, you go to um, um, profile. Oh, leaderboards, leaderboards. leaderboards. Like my overall rank is one thousand seven hundred and twelve. So I'm four thousand something. Jeez, I, I am just like I've explained myself away any number of times. It's the route I take home. 
I mean, and you do a lot of shorter trips. I, I travel 48 Ks every day, and it's twisty, twisty, twisty stuff. That's the only thing I can put it down to. Because, I, look, honestly, I'm not driving like a lin- I'm not putting anyone at risk on the road. He's got no points on his license. Mm. And, well, yeah, there's that as well. But that was mainly because of trivial little things and, you know, a bit narky stuff. It was, wasn't a little speed. The law, it's so narky. I left the EFTM number plate on the front of the car once, and yeah. I drove off with it Stupidity pays. It's a three-point offence. Um, and 450 buck fine. But anyway, look, it's... How was your um, wife about that? Eh, she was wrapped eventually when I told her. She, she just said, don't lose your licence. And, and I haven't. I've just got to wait for a year to get a few points back. Anyway, I don't look, talk, I don't want to talk about if that. You're, oh, I, I'm, I, I want an update from everyone. 10 so days to go. If you're listening, oh, this is critical. If yeah. you're listening, send us a tweet mm. or a Facebook something. Mm. Send us a screenshot of your position in the EFTM Safest Driver Competition. Um, we, oh, I didn't ask him. Bloody hell, I said earlier, I've got to find out from John where he is in the comp. Because as a team, we're, if, we're competing. If John's doing better than me. I've got massive issues. But again, his trips are shorter and on motorways mostly. Teamwork's important here. So, John yeah. boy, we want to know where you're at. What's okay. your, I'm just texting John. What's your Ubi car score in the EFTM comp? If he answers during the show, we will let you know. Exactly. Well, I've had the chance to experiment with something I've always wanted to play with, oh. and that is a robot vacuum. And we've been using one from Ecovacs. Now, this is called the D-Bot Osmo 900. And I've always been sceptical about robot vacuums. I just thought, look, I don't know how they're going to find their way around your house and all that sort of thing. This one comes with things like a LiDAR, which is basically a, you know, a light beam, which maps your house in 2D. Long story short, works great. It uh, looks after my hard floors. It's going off at home on a daily basis when I'm here in the office. Uh, Henry, my son's had a few issues with it. Uh, the first time he saw it, he was absolutely terrified when he saw it take off one night. He ran off. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he ran away Which, from it. Says, incidentally, that phrase has now morphed into, oh, no, my dear. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting these terms from. Oh, no, my dear. I think, I think <coughs> mum, Gillian, often says, oh, dear. So he's just combined he's the two. Combining it he to- realised so they both mean the same thing. Henry... Obviously, it's often in operation when you're not home. Yeah, in the early days, mm. and so he has basically been standing by and witnessed yep. an inanimate object yep. come to life See, and what, speak. Because you've got to remember, she says, "I am starting the clean." Exactly. He was about a foot away from it, and what happened is uh, it, it, late in the day, it tried to do a whole house clean, ran out of battery, so it goes back to the base and then gets a charge, and then will resume later on. So it started resuming its cleaning process. And when it took off, he just was like, he was terrified. He just, he went to his room, got Bluey, which is his little comforter, <laughs> came back and stood there in the corner of the room. Just was, was unbelievable. Now he loves it. It's great. It's fantastic. Although we rarely use it when he's at home. Trev, I love this thing. So you, let's be clear. You've got a, a single story home, mm. um, hard floors in the kind of uh, busy areas, like the hallways yeah, and the living room. Living room area and, you know, the corridor that leaves out to the front door. So areas we spend most of our time. Okay. Um, look, it's mapped my whole house, which is what it does via its little LiDAR sensor It's got like on the autonomous car-style LiDAR sensor. Yeah, it's incredible, really. It's like the, there's a disc on top and the light is spinning around constantly just to map your house in 2D, not 3D. Uh, so it knows where it's going. It knows where all the rooms are. Um, if you shut all the doors, it just won't go in there. It just knows. You sure? No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, because I use it for mopping. What Be- happens at night, mate? Well, this is another problem. <laughs> this is a problem. If the door's <laughs> slightly ajar, it will find its way in. Because you can schedule it to clean, and that's great. Because I lock it in for midday uh, during the day to do a clean. Because it takes about a hundred minutes to do the whole house. A long time. You don't want to be hanging around with that thing going around. So one night I scheduled it for midnight in, uh, inadvertently, and uh, it's got a glow on it because it has a little Wi-Fi light and a power light. And this glow started to come up our corridor at midnight, making a bit of a noise. It's not too noisy, but it does make a noise. And my wife grabbed me on the wrist and said, "What's this? What's happening?" And I've got to say, my, my heart flooded. I, I, I thought... <laughs> when did you think there was a burglar? We should have got a bloody baseball bat or something. <laughs> I really did. And the door was slightly ajar, so we can hear Henry at night in case he wakes up. And it made its way into our room. The door slowly started to swing open. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and this is only on day one. Day, well, day two. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? This is fucking drama. Uh, and then I went, oh, it's a fucking robot. <laughs> 
We were broke. It was a breaking end of our robot vacuum. And it's happened twice, by the way. That's so good. It just, you know. But it, so, look, it, I've had, uh, had plenty guys, kind of an iteration of this before, the Dibot 930. Yeah. Um, it was great. And mm. I, you know, one of, one of the things I liked is we'll mop and mm. do vacuum. <clears throat> and just has a small, you know, receptacle on the back for, yeah. the, for the water. Mm. Look, we don't mop the house everybody week. No. We, we try and do it every kind of fortnight, if mm. not week. Mm. But it was nice to have it just take that. And you said in your review, take that kind of just that sticky edge off the yeah, off the floor, and it does. I mean, you're talking about 300 mils of water to cover about 74 square metres. I don't think meters. you realise how much dust just sits in your home. Well, that's right, because the, the the dust bin, which is small, about the size of the Santa, uh, can of Coke, is pretty much half to full every day. So it's collect, it's picking up stuff every day. If you had a Dyson V10, which I do, that sucks the paint off walls. It's that powerful. It'll do a much more thorough job. But I think if you're using it every day, but I think on hard floors where dust is just falling, yeah, it, yeah. the D-Bot just is just fine, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. My problem, mm. I've got three kids. Big drama. They don't clean up after themselves. They don't. Yeah. Like today, yeah. I'm not going to lie, mm. our house is a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. Oh, I get we're that. walking over clothes because we've had rain and they haven't done washing. It's just, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way this thing, this thing, it would, what happened is it would leave its base and go, I'm starting the clean. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and it. it'll just go I'm back off. to base. I'm calling it. It just can't do it. So You need to form a cleaning path for it. Yeah, uh, my, my, essentially, I think I need another five years before yeah. my kids are mm. at the point where they will probably clean yeah. up after themselves and, you know. We just need a routine in our house a bit too. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard. I understand. I mean, even for us, in, in fact, our house has never been as tidy. I mean, I've made this thing pretty much like there's no cables lying around. It can't get stuck on just about anything. So it's actually good in that way. Our house is staying remarkably clean in just in terms of socks or whatever being on the ground. So it's been good in that way. I'm not sure how long that'll last. <laughs> but yeah. for the time being, during this little trial and the reviews on EFTM.com, I did ensure that I'll be more interested to see stuck. how it goes as Henry grows up. Yeah. Because kids just get messy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it needs like a little zapper. It just zaps the kid. Get out of my way. Okay. Or the toy, maybe? Yeah. See, it has Lego detection. What? It can actually... If you read some of the publicity surrounding it and on its website... Oh, the augmented reality yeah, stuff it's, it's working it's on, It's actually yes. quite good with Lego. That's true. That was like, announced at IFA. It won't run over it. It'll push it out of the way eventually. But yeah, cable struggles with uh, anything. You know, a sock will get sucked into it. The charging cables are a real shocker. So I've 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 really done a big cable tie-up um, clean-up in my yeah, in right. my house, particularly in my, our bedroom where we charge about fifteen different devices. So look, I like it. Um, it's not the ultimate cleaning solution. There's no doubt about that. But in terms of value as well, and adding that little uh, lidar on top, I, there's far more expensive units out there yeah. that aren't as sophisticated. So there's a two ninety nine or maybe three ninety nine Dbot, mm. which mm. essentially just does vacuuming. Yeah, doesn't have the LiDAR, it mm. just bumps into walls and creates its own kind of mm. mapping zone. Look, if you just want to get started, you've got hardwood floors. Mm. There are now good robot vacuums for yep. 400 bucks, 300 bucks. But when you start to spend a 1000 or more, mm. it's insane what is possible. You expect more too. And you know what? The suction's pretty good. It, it, it also boosts its suction when it hits carpet or mm. it just realises that it requires more suction. It's it's more powerful than a, far more powerful than a dust buster, you know, those crappy things you used yeah. to hang on the wall. But, you know, it's... 50% less powerful than a Dyson. Your full review is at EFTM.com. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Look, before we go, I just want to talk about online shopping. Okay. And I'm not talking about Christmas shopping. I'm talking about Woolworths. Mm. Do you do Woolworths online? We did it a couple do? of times when the whole shopping bag scandal broke out. Um, <laughs> and then we realized we were paying for the bags anyway when they got delivered. So we abandoned that. No, not really. So we are pretty religious at home with pretty much on a Sunday or a Saturday night or a yeah. Sunday morning, Amanda will go through her app and just mm. order everything we need for the kids' school for the week and all that. And we do normally a click and collect. Mm. So you get a window. Oh, so you pick up. And you okay. text them yep. and you say, I'm here. Yep. And it's great. Yeah. Like, it's really good. Oh, of course. So I thought, moving into the office, we got a Sense fridge. Thank you to the people at Sense for a nice big fridge mm. downstairs. That was mm. great. <laughs> um, I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll put some food in it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat mm. some lunch and mm. do, do things a bit differently. I did an online shop. We also needed some you know, cleaning products and things, so I just went downloaded the app and you know Woolly Shop. I made a couple of mistakes, but I I, I bought some things for sandwiches because I'm I'm happy to have a salad sandwich with some roast beef or whatever. It's good, yeah. excellent. Um, so I went and I went on some hamburger rolls. Things I'll have four of those. It's very good. I've got you know four days. That'd be good, excellent. And when the when the order arrived, I went to pick it up and I went. There's a lot of bread rolls here. Because I ordered four packets of six. <laughs> You're just an imbecile. I mean, and these things are good for three or four days. Sure, max. this should be a fail safe. 
Mate, you should have gone down to the local Rotary Club and just donated it to them. Surely. <laughs> like, this is my thing with artificial intelligence and computer programming. Yeah, should have should have flagged. Shouldn't it. have gone, mate. You haven't ordered enough sausages for that many sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you order a hundred sausages mm. and no bread, mm. it should say, "Do you want some bread?" Yeah. In the same way that if you order fifteen loaves of bread, yeah, you, you haven't bought any sprinkles. You're making fairy bread. What are you doing? It should be smart enough. Like on a computer, when it says, "Do you really want to delete this?" Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, that's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm just an saying, algorithm based, and someone would be able to do it. I know it's a rookie mistake. Yeah, it's a stupid mistake for a stupid person, <laughs> basically. And well, so, what'd you do? Where is all well, the I bread? ate the bread rolls for the first couple of days and then went mouldy. I threw them out. Oh, jeez, what a waste. Should have just fed the birds at the front. We started yeah, a, we, start a fiasco yeah, and ibises yeah, start yeah, showing up. Because we want bloody ibises <laughs> hanging around here. No yeah. thanks. No thanks. <laughs> can anyway. you, by the way, can you tell me how to use that fucking microwave? I don't know how it works. Oh. Oh, oh my god! So, oh it's mate, a as well. I had I had a me- so we got the Whirlpool Crispin Grill. Is it a Whirlpool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, when I first reviewed that, mm. I bragged on about how you could make a meat pie from frozen because yeah, yeah. you know a frozen meat pie. I've got some four and twenties down there. Of course, that's thirty five minutes in the oven from frozen should get you a mm. nice, beautiful crisp. Mm. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. I'm oh, it's funny. We're I'm recording with Fennec today during lunch, but if you're prepared to hang off. I'm prepared to. Why don't you just have a, a little snack on your way to pick up and change cars? I'll go this a afternoon, cup of rice downstairs. Like this head afternoon, up. I'm prepared to put on meat pies. All right, we'll do that. Oh, you'll be blown away. Okay, we'll insta it. I just don't know how to microwave a normal thing like a cup of rice. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, can you, well, I've actually I've got a, a box over there full of manuals. I'll, I'll yeah. Okay. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. We have an update from John Abood before we go. Johnny boy. Oh. <laughs> Well, hang on, what's he said? What's your position? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. 570-something? So, his overall score is... 526. 55. His position is 551. Yes! John! I'm beaten. Johnny Abood. What Who drives the- a crap car that very rarely goes and is a teenager, basically. See <laughs> 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 he on his peep plates? No, he's not. He's off That's those. That's awful. Aren't. John. Wow. We need to discuss with John at length during the next where, podcast. Yeah. Next podcast is he where... going to make himself available at some point? Where is he? Yeah, he'll be on. Oh, I don't know. Actually, what are we going to do next week? I don't Jesus know. Jesus, hot in here, Trev. Yeah, I'm starting to sweat. Okay, it's been a great show. This is the EFTM podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, get in touch on uh, Twitter at EFTM at the Bowen and at Trevor Long on Facebook. We are facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Join the Ubi Car competition if you want to win some prizes. You need to be a bloody good driver, though. Absolutely. Trevor, it's been great seeing you. Great to have your company. Until next time, we wish you all the best. Bye bye for now. And uh, you be kind to each other and goodbye, world. You'll need a note. You'll need a note.